welcome to Kids First Coming Attractions. Before you go out and spend money on that new movie, make sure to listen to the entire show right here on the Voice America Kids channel. We'll take you behind the scenes and preview new movies and DVD releases. Now, here are all of your hosts for Kids First Coming Attractions. Thank you, and welcome to the program, Kids First Coming Attractions on Voice America Kids. I'm Jerry Orr, and today we will be talking to Chase, who's an X-Prize Video Contest finalist, and we will be talking about Big Hero 6, The Red Carpet, and Big Hero 6, The Movie. So, Chase, how are you doing today? I'm doing quite well. Very good. So, for us that don't know what the X-Prize Video Contest is, can you tell us very uh, quickly what it is? Uh, sure. So, the... Uh, X-Prize and Disney Big Hero 6 video challenge is basically a challenge in which participants put together a video about what their big idea to save the world is, and they submit it to the challenge, and uh, if they were picked, they got to go to L.A. Uh, for the premiere of Big Hero 6. It is a very cool competition. Kind of what I like about it is promotes young kids to start inventing, and you are an avid inventor of yourself. Before we talk about what invention you did, can you tell me how you got into such advanced inventions? I mean, you're you're inventing pretty cool stuff, and you even have this entire idea about inventing in schools called Inventing 101. How did you start all of this? Uh, okay, so, um, well... When I was much younger, about seven, I took a road trip with my grandfather and, you know, my grandparents uh, for about ten months. And while I was out there, I got to talk with my grandfather quite a bit, and he was a rocket scientist on the Apollo missions. Oh. Uh, and so I learned quite a bit about science from him, and uh, not, not long after, he actually moved into the same area that I lived in. And so I've been able to keep up a correspondence with him quite a bit, and that's uh, helped encourage my enthusiasm in science. And um, I also started reading uh, science magazines and all sorts of stuff. And then my mom suggested that I go and try out a science fair. So I did, and I did pretty well. And I did another science fair, and I did really well. And uh, then I figured I'd try my hand at inventing. And um, up came a pressing problem, which was the Somali famine of 2011 and some of its consequences. I see. So, can you tell us, you remember your, the thing you very first invented? It doesn't have to be a machine. It could be a toy. It could be a story. Just something. The very first thing you can remember you invented. First thing I invented. Well, I didn't really properly invent this. Somebody else had come up with the basic idea, but I thought it'd be kind of interesting to send a camera up into space through a cannon. Nobody's actually done that because it's a terrible idea. But <laughs> um, that, was, that was my first invention, if you will. And how did that go? Uh, I didn't actually test it because I was seven and I didn't have a cannon or a camera or a cannon camera for that matter. Well, I'm sure if you did, it would have gone fantastically and we would have a camera in space. <laughs> so can you tell us about your invention that you did enter into the X Prize? It's kind of like a gas mask you throw into fiery buildings so the people in the fiery buildings can kind of survive, correct? Uh, yes. So, uh, a lot of people who die in house fires die of smoke inhalation alone. Basically, the smoke particulate and toxins in the air um, choke them before they uh, are rescued by firefighters. And when I heard about this, I thought, you know, there's got to be some way to give them more time to wait for firefighters to arrive and rescue them. 
Uh, interestingly, first responders such as police, EMTs, and volunteer firefighters in their own cars and stuff are often sitting right outside a burning building, unable to help anybody inside. So I thought if we were to give them some way to give people inside more time, we might just be able to save some lives. So I started looking for possible solutions, and I looked at supplemental oxygen, basically uh, almost like launching a small scuba tank in there. The problem with that is that, one, it's a gas under pressure, and when put in a fire, that usually ends up with a large explosion. And two, uh, oxygen does bad things if you happen to be trapped in a fire. Uh, so that was that was out of the question, and I had some other ideas like fire extinguishing grenades, and, well, yeah. Most of those were a little too far-fetched, but I eventually found one that worked, which was the X-Caper smoke mask uh, made by X-Caper Industries. Um, the X-Caper smoke mask does a really good job of filtering smoke particulate and stuff like that out of the air, um, and it's relatively inexpensive, lightweight, and small. Well, so that's... next I had to figure out how to get it up into the second stories of a burning building, and that's, well, that... that's what I developed. That is that sounds really cool. You're listening to the Voice of America Kids Network. I'm Jerry Ors, and today we will be talking about Big Hero Six Red Carpet and the movie Big Hero Six. Right now, we're talking to Chase, who's a finalist of the X Prize uh, video contest. We're talking about his invention, which pretty much you launched this gas mask into a fiery building, and the people in the fiery building can wait longer with this pretty advanced gas mask. So you're just telling us about this kind of launcher you use. Can you please continue? Uh, yes, absolutely, sure. Uh, my first idea was to use some kind of uh, gun, basically, to shoot it up there, uh, like some of the grenade launchers used in the Vietnam War, but, you know, those are kind of hard to make, and they're sort of dangerous. So I didn't end up developing that, and I tried using a T-shirt cannon, but T-shirt cannons, it turns out, are really, really inaccurate, so that didn't work either. Uh, eventually, I just had them... Uh, the firefighters who were testing this particular invention, throw the projectiles into an open window. And uh, that turned out to be the best solution for uh, second stories. Um, so I developed several hand-thrown projectiles, and uh, I actually 3D printed one of them. And I had the firefighters test those, and I ended up um, finding out that a football-shaped canister was the most effective way to deliver the uh, smoke mask to the second stories of burning buildings. Wow, that is very interesting. What did the firefighters that you used to test it out, what did they think of the invention? Uh, they thought it was pretty good. Um, I think they thought it, it was something that definitely could be used. Uh, they, they, they gave me a couple of examples of actually rather sad stories uh, in which they could have used these uh, smoke ma- in which they could have used the ability to get these smoke masks into second stories of burning buildings, uh, but didn't have them on hand. Well, hopefully that now we can use these smoke masks so we can save more lives with uh, fire with the firefighters can save more lives. So I know that you're still inventing quite a lot of stuff. You have any projects you're working on at the moment? You can tell us about a uh, inventing course that would be given to middle school students, hopefully across the country. Uh, in inventing one on one, kids be told one that they can invent. It's you know simple and part of being human. You simply find a problem and. The solution to that problem is an invention. Um, also, I would, well, not I personally, but Inventing 101 would give kids examples of kids who have already invented, such as uh, Jack Andraka, Taylor Wilson, and all sorts of other cool kid inventors, and finally tell them how to invent and possibly give them the ability to carry out some small inventions. Mm, very nice. That sounds like a fun class. I personally, I'm in 
middle school right now. I would love to take that class. So can you, like, please put that in my school? It sounds oh, I will really try. And what do you think will come out from this class? Uh, what do you think will be the outcome? Well, if I can actually get this class up and running, I hope that um, it will allow uh, the world to unlock a lot more of its innovation potential, and hopefully it will um, lead to some really big changes down the road. Well, it sounds fantastic. And in the future, do you think that you'll be an engineer for full-time? And if you will, what kind of, like, area will you concentrate, like rocket science or, like, cars or mechanics or, like, computer science? Mm -hmm. What do you think you will concentrate the most on? Well, uh, you got it on the first guess, rocket science. Mm. Uh, Recently, I've been doing research on uh, electric propulsion, so, like, plasma engines, the things they used in Star Wars. They're real, but they're kind of wimpy in real life, but they're a lot of fun and really interesting. So I'm, I'm, I'm hoping to go into uh, that, that, that sort of an area. Well, it sounds very fun. And how can kids get in contact with you if they want to, like, just kind of personally want some help with tutoring on inventing? Um, let's see. So if you could write this down or something. Um, if, if kids wanted to contact me to learn more about this, uh, they could send an email to chase.lewis.invent at gmail.com. All right. I also well, have a uh, website, which is uh, www.chase-lewis.com. That's uh, my website, if anybody else wants to take a look at that, too. Well, it sounds very cool. Thank you so much for talking to me about your awesome inventions and hopefully your future inventions. <laughs> Well, thank you for uh, taking the time to carry out this interview, and have a good day. Of course. If you want to see Chase's website, like he just said, it is www.chaselewis.com. Let's take a break. I'm Jerry Ors, and you're listening to Kids First Coming Attractions on Voice America Kids. Tune in to Dinosaur Detectives with Little Miss Dinosaur, Anna Dubois. We'll not only learn about dinosaurs, but also about fossils, ancient civilizations, and ask questions from paleontologists. You'll learn about science in general with an emphasis on paleontology and dinosaurs. Anna hopes that this show will start or increase your awareness and interest in the field of science. Dinosaur Detectives can be heard every Wednesday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Kids channel. The longer you listen, the later it gets. You're listening to Voice America Kids. What does indie mean? It's short for independent. What does that mean? Whatever you want it to mean. When you are indie, you don't just go with the flow. You set the pace. Indie can mean a style of music, dress, or just a way of life. It's what sets you apart from the rest of the crowd. Everybody has a little bit of indie in them. It's beautiful. It's cool. It's you. Tune in to Indie on Voice America Kids, live every Thursday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time and 8 p.m. Eastern Time. If you don't feel indie yet, make it a part of you. Keep it right here. You're listening to Voice America Kids. You are tuned in to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids channel. Shh, turn your phone off. Another movie is coming up. Hey, welcome back to Kids First Coming Attractions. I'm Jerry Ord, and you're listening to the Voice America Kids Network. We just talked about, we just talked to, Chase, who's an X-Prize finalist. 
And now we're going to talk to Haley about the Big Hero 6 red carpet. How are you doing, Haley? I'm doing good. Very nice. So, can you tell us about some of the stars you interviewed during the Big Hero 6 red carpet? Well, I interviewed um, a few stars. I interviewed some people from Disney Channel, like the shows Austin and Allie, I Didn't Do It, and they all had interesting questions in answers when I interviewed them because uh, some of the questions I asked like were what kind of superpower if you want one how would it be and they just had fun there well it sounds very fun and can you do you remember any of the superpowers they said most of them were flying and some of it was the invention to the invention to do whatever they want and do all the chair chores that they need to do. Okay, that sounds pretty fun. I'll take the second one if you don't mind. Do you have a favorite question you asked during the interview? Would that be it? My favorite question I asked was, what kind of invention would you want to create? And how funny this Baymax character was. And do you remember the response to that question? Most people reply to the Baymax question that he's just like this fluffy marshmallow because they had a huge statue um, of him outside the whole theater for everybody to see, and it was just like cool. Oh, I would love to see that big, the big Baymax statue. I would just come for that. And what do you think? Was there like any other attractions related to the film instead of the Baymax statue? Yeah, there was a lot of bunch of characters on the red carpet about um the in the movie. Some had some really cool poses and I remember the character Honey Lemon. She was holding up peace signs hands and smiling and then there was a few others with super costumes. Well, that sounds just wonderful. Looks like they spent a lot of time on that and it must have been very fun. It was. So, Haley, what do you think was the most interesting thing you learned about a star? Well, while I was talking to um, the star Damon Wayne, I found out that his son would actually play the character Wasabi in the movie. Wow, that sounds very interesting. Well, Haley, thank you so much for talking to me about this wonderful event for Big Hero 6. You're welcome. I had fun talking to you, too. Thank you. You're listening to the Voice America Kids Network, and today we are talking about, well, we talked to Chase, who is an X-Prize film contest finalist, and we also talked about the Big Year 6 red carpet, and right now we're going to talk to Willie, who went to a screening for Big Year 6. How are you doing, Willie? I am fantastic. How are you? Very good. So can you tell us the story about this film? I can. Um, basically, a, a very intelligent young man has to save the world because a professor has wanted to take it over and seek revenge on an enemy of his. So he and his brother's robot named Baymax and a few of his friends come together to try and basically save his city. Mm. It's a very good story, definitely. So what do you think of the title, Big Hero 6? It's kind of unique. What do you think? I, I, I think it, it really fits the, the dynamic of the film. 
um, big hero. He's a but he's a small person, and and I believe there's um, I believe there's six of them. Very very true. And what do you think the message or moral of the story is? I I think the message and the moral of the story, I think it has many of them. I think one is to um, you know use your imagination. Another can be that being a hero can come from anywhere and anyone. Um, you know, don't always seek revenge, be forgiving, things like that. Yes, there's definitely a lot of fantastic messages. And after the film, did you have like a need, an urge to do something greater? Did it, like inspire you to do more? Um, I not really no, but um, I I I uh, I thoroughly enjoyed I I enjoyed the movie for what it was, but it, I wasn't really inspired to um to you know to go out and do something any any different than usual. Okay. And what do you think of kind of like the costumes of the characters? Like, not the kind of design, but the kind of fashion, the high tech of the, of the costumes is pretty amazing. What do you think of it? I think that they fit each character beautifully and really reflects on the personality very well. From the art direction to simply the, the shapes of the costumes on the characters... And of course, the characters' sizes and their body and whatnot have a lot to do with it. But overall, I, I think the art direction is, is really, really fantastic in this movie. It definitely is. And what do you think, kind of the, who do you think the main character is? Baymax, a hero who kind of looks like the main character, or all of the six kids, including no, Baymax? Well, it's definitely hero. Um, he's the one who's changed by his supporting characters. Um, usually your main character is the one that changes because of others in the film. So he's definitely the main character in, in the movie. Alright, that's what I was thinking as well. So it's good that we do agree. And what do you think of the personality of Hero? It's kind of unique. He's kind of like determined, but as sweet and nice as well. What do you think of his personality? Well, Hero goes through a very, very... Um, big character arc from where he starts as a stubborn, arrogant kid, then he's humbled again, then he wants to seek revenge, and then he finds the error of his ways, and then he grows sympathy, and he goes through all these different emotions throughout the film. He's a very dimensional character. Hmm. It's definitely a very good character. And what do you think, kind of, of where the story takes place? Do you think that's a perfect location, kind of? the based off San Francisco area, do you think it could have been better? Um, I think San Francisco was fine because it's a very busy city and it really helped with the pacing of the movie, some of the shots going through the city, um, some of the scenes could really use that kind of busy feel and tone and I think San Francisco is a perfect place to have it. Mm. Well, that is very, very nice. Thank you so much for talking to me about Big Hero 6, the movie. Thank you for having me. I really enjoyed my time here. Always. If you want to see Big Hero 6, it is now in theaters near you. Let's take a break. I'm Jerry Ors, and you're listening to Kids First Coming Attractions on Voice America Kids.
Join us every week for the Paper Hope Street Team. None of our topics are off the table. This is a program that you can listen to and discuss with your family. From the pages of the Paper Hope blog to the Internet radio airwaves, we'll talk about the topics you want to talk about, such as friendship and relationships, or some more controversial issues about sex, drugs, and underage drinking. Join the Paper Hope Street Team live every Monday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, noon Pacific Time, on the Voice America Kids channel. Let's talk soon. Sometimes we may sound strange, but remember, we're just kids with opinions. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Tune in every Monday for Purple Songs Can Fly. Our program serves as a musical outlet for children being treated at the Texas Children's Cancer and Hematology Centers. These songs are flown all over the world and even into space. Hundreds of songs have been written and recorded and have been part of shuttle missions, airline in-flight playlists, toured with the Rolling Stones, gone undersea and to the top of Mount Everest. Join our hosts for some great music on Purple Songs Can Fly, Mondays at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Kids. I'm Lindsay Marie, and I'm with Bookworm. Today I'm going to read you a book. Today's book is called Little's Pet Shop Best Friends by Quentin B. Lee, illustrated by Tim Tablet. Best friends come in all shapes and sizes. You may not look the same on the outside, but in the inside, friends are always have a lot in common. Your best friend is your closest pal. The best thing about a best friend is having someone to play with. It doesn't matter what you do as long as you're together. Best friends find a way to keep in touch, even if they aren't in the same place. A quick call or a long letter is only takes a sec to send your friend an email or draw a funny picture. Happy feelings will last all day long. Best friends make getting there half the fun. When you're traveling around town, it's always more fun to catch a ride with your best friend. When you're shopping with a best friend, anything goes. If your doggy bag is a little low on funds, pressing your nose against the glass window shopping and window shopping is just as fun. Being with your friend is better than anything money can buy, and being with a friend is priceless. Best friends always have something to celebrate, whether it's a birthday, a holiday, or just being together. All you need is tunes, treats, and a place to meet. Parties are always more fun when you plan them with a best friend. Having a sleepover with your best friend means sharing snacks, secrets, and LOLs. Best friends can have pillow fights paint their, and paint their toenails before snuggling into their sleeping bags to watch a video. Being with your best friend is always a treat. And a great way to let her know is give her something special. It could be a daisy chain necklace or something yummy to, you can share. No one knows better than best friends how to treat each other right. Best friends love each other just the way they are. But it still gives each other makeovers. You can each find a perfect new look. Try wearing a necklace or a bow or even a tiara. One thing is for sure, having your best friend by your side is always the best accessory. When you're feeling kind of slow and you're not sure if you can make it, your best friend can be 
your best cheerleader. And if you are the last to cross the finish line, your best friend won't leave you behind because best friends are always worth waiting for. Find a shady spot and a blanket. Add a blanket, a buddy, and a basket of goodies. It's a best friend picnic. You might have tuna and she like my roast beef, but you'll both love spending an afternoon together spying cloud shapes in the sky. If you think you're going to the movies with your best friend, it's fun, but not, why not try making a movie together? Grab a costume and a camera. It can be a star in your own backyard. Best friends know it's not. Best friends know that snacks always taste better when you share them. Sharing a snack is always thoughtful, and it's a part of what makes friendship so yummy. Best friends learning, love learning together, playing together, eating together in the cafeteria. Plus, best friends make the best study buddies. A best friend can take you on a trip across the ocean or just across town. Either way, traveling together is twice as fun. And wherever you go together, friendship is always bound to be in style. Everything more is fun when you share it with a best friend. The end. I hope you enjoyed the book. I'm Lindsay Marie, and I'm with Bookworm on Voice America Kids. There's so much going on in the tech field. The tech team is here to sort it all out so that you know exactly what you need to get and what you should avoid. In this age of cell phones and text messaging and new discoveries every single day, you need to be informed. We'll bring you previews of new products, technology news, and help you make the right decision when you are out there buying that new MP3 player, cell phone, or mobile device. Don't do a thing until you've tuned in to the Tech Team. Tuesdays at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Kids. What does indie mean? It's short for independent. What does that mean? Whatever you want it to mean. When you are indie, you don't just go with the flow. You set the pace. Indie can mean a style of music, dress, or just a way of life. It's what sets you apart from the rest of the crowd. Everybody has a little bit of indie in them. It's beautiful. It's cool. It's you. Tune in to Indie on Voice America Kids. Live every Thursday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time and 8 p.m. Eastern Time. If you don't feel indie yet, make it a part of you. We didn't invent Kid Talk. We perfected it. And at a very young age, you're listening to Voice America Kids. There's so much going on in the tech field. The tech team is here to sort it all out so that you know exactly what you need to get and what you should avoid. In this age of cell phones and text messaging and new discoveries every single day, you need to be informed. 
We'll bring you previews of new products, technology news, and help you make the right decision when you are out there buying that new MP3 player, cell phone, or mobile device. Don't do a thing until you've tuned in to the Tech Team. Tuesdays at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Kids. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Real kids, you are Real tuned in to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids channel. Shh, turn your phone off. Another movie is coming up. Hey, welcome back to Kids First Coming Attractions. I'm Jerry Ors, and you're listening to Voice America Kids. We just talked about Big Hero 6 Red Carpet and Big Hero 6 The Movie. And we will be talking and we talk to Chase, who's an ex-prize finalist. And right now we're talking to Samantha, who saw Big Hero 6. How are you doing, Samantha? Good, how are you? Very good. So can you tell us very quickly the story of Big Hero 6? Well, the story of Big Hero 6 is basically about a boy named Hero who... His parents had passed away, and he bought fights, which is something illegal in San Francisco, in San Francisco, um, a made-up place where he lives. So, his brother, his brother, one day inspires him by taking him to his robotics lab in school, and inspires Hero to join college. And right when Hero thinks he's found his space, and when he's found his true calling, um. Tragedy hits and sends Hero down a dark path again. Well, that is very sad, and it is a fantastic story. And I just have to say, a very complex story, and it's kind of hard to like say it in less than ten minutes. But, yeah. Uh, but what do you think of kind of the animation of the characters? It's kind of mixed between three-dimensional, cartoonish, and almost anime. What do you think of that? Um, actually, I thought the animation in this movie was very cool. Um, cause like you said, it was a mix of, um, 3D animations and anime. Um, because it, you saw like some, you saw like cartoon images in the background in some scenes, and the characters themselves were 3D animation. So it was kind of like the best, the best of both worlds. And it was really cool. All right. Well, what do you think kind of where it took place? Do you think it's a good good place, or do you think it could have been better? Well, I actually like the place because it wasn't like, um, it wasn't actually a real place. It was a fictional mashup of San Francisco and Tokyo, and it was also like kind of futuristic. So, and I like movies that kind of take place in the future because they don't have things that, we have right now and they're able to use different tools and they're able to go around and see different things. Hmm. Very interesting. I definitely agree with that. And you can notice like there's these flying things in the middle of the sky. They even sit on it in the middle of the movie. And you're like, what are those things? And I still don't know what those things are, but you know, it's part of the background. So it's good. What do you think kind of of the message of the film? And what is the message of the film? Well, I think the message of the film is never let never let your um never let anger get to you. Because there were some scenes where Hero was really upset and he just he just wanted to give up. So he kinda let anger get the best of him. And at the end he kinda saw that he shouldn't do that, and um, 
that that's not the right way to go to take your anger on other people. Mm, I definitely agree with that message, and I like that message a lot. Do you like that message? I do. It's different from other movies. It's definitely a unique message and a very important one, and I think a lot of people in the real world should listen to it. So do you like the humor in this movie? Because it's pretty nice humor and very unique. But what do you think of the humor? Well, I like. Um, I thought this movie was very funny. They had... They had um, Baymax, my favorite character, and I thought, I think that he was the funniest character in the whole entire movie. Just thinking about him makes me laugh. <laughs> me too. And um, also the other characters, they, they each had their moments where they would make the whole audience laugh. And I just think the concept of the movie was funny and it's just great. I definitely agree. Um, I think everybody in the entire world that was saw, saw this film loves Baymax. You're listening to the Voice America Kids Network. I'm Jerry Ors. Today, we were talking about Chase and him being a finalist for X-Prize, the Big Hero 6 red carpets, and the Big Hero 6 movie. And right now, we're talking to Samantha about, again, Big Hero 6. And we are just kind of talking about how everybody loves Baymax and he's the most hilarious thing in the world. So, speaking of kind of animation and Baymax and all that, what do you think the styles of the characters? They're kind of realistic but still cartoonish in that little sprinkle that we all love. What do you think of kind of Baymax's animation? Well, I thought that Baymax was different because all the other characters... Well, he's a robot, so... I mean, all the other characters um, are just regular humans, and Baymax is pretty cool because he's a robot, but he's not like your average metal robot. He's um, a different, at the end of the beginning, they said he's made out of some very fluffy material to make him lovable and kind, and I think that he gives off the impression that he's not kind of the a mean robot he's a very nice lovable robot made to help people i definitely agree with that and um the one of the greatest things is that he is such a big fluffy marshmallow it's just so easy to give a hug so i'm going to ask you a question of the age rating but more specifically do you think that i know a lot of people ask this that it's okay for four-year-olds specifically what do you think um well i think that um it is okay for four-year-olds because even though the message was, even though what happens in the film sometimes can be a little too mature, I think that um, most of the film was very nice and it had great jokes in it. So I think that some four-year-olds would love it. Well, very good. And just the age rating general, what would you give it? Well, um, I would give it maybe 5 to 15, because this movie is basically for anybody. Hmm. Very good. And how many stars would you give this film out of 5? 5 out of 5. And why is that? Because it was just one of... I know I say this a lot, but this movie was my favorite movie ever. I mean, it had everything. It had... It's sad moments. It had 
It's happy moments. Most of the movie was just laughing and having fun. Well, very good. I'm sorry, I'm going back to the four-year-old thing a lot, this segment. But how about when the hero's hero's brother dies? Kind of, sorry, I'm spoiling something. But how about that? What do you think of that? Uh, Do you think that's appropriate? Well, that was, like, one of the things I was saying before was some of the scenes are a little bit mature. But um, I guess that that was just in the beginning. So I think that the rest of the movie, like I just said, is, like, fun and happy. So um, I think that four-year-olds, it's okay for four-year-olds. All right. And what do you think your favorite scene in the movie? And I can already predict it has something to do with Baymax. Um, it does. My favorite scene in the movie is when Hero teaches Baymax how to fist pump. And he's very, Baymax is very new to the concept of fist bump because he thinks that it's hurting somebody. But it's actually just a, um, an expression as Hero refers to it. And I remember Baymax, I remember Baymax fist pumping Hero and then Hero was like, and Baymax says something like, bomb for Falarla, and it was just really funny. It really was hilarious, and I have to say that was one of my favorite scenes as well. And what do you think of the superpowers of the film? Kind of unique. They're really not like Superman, Laser Vision, but inventions, from, and kind of brings out the personality of the inventors. What do you think of that? Well, I was hoping you'd ask you something about the characters and their costumes and their inventions because I thought that that was what made what separated these characters from any other characters in any other movie because usually in your superhero movie you see the superhero with already like born with superpowers but these people actually created their own costumes that gave them superpowers and I thought that was really cool because it's just who they were they were inventors and they were um like robotic geeks and yeah it was really cool to see how they invented their own superpowers i definitely agree with you thank you so much for talking to me about this wonderful movie called big hero six you're welcome again if you want to see big hero six it is now in theaters near you Thanks so much for joining us. This is Jerry Ors, and you have been listening to Kids First Comedy Attractions. To hear more film reviews and learn how you can become a Kids First film critic, go to kidsfirst.org. Check out our Kids First blog on Huffington Post. You're a responsible person, and you're trying to do everything you can to save the planet. But are you doing enough? We've got the right person to help you keep on thinking green. Mario Jr. is the host of Alive and Green. The show is all about green tips, staying environmentally friendly, and having fun while doing something great for our Mother Earth. You'll want to check out the show Tuesdays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. If we all do our part now, it'll only mean a brighter and better future for us later. We don't care how you got here. We're just glad you showed up. You're listening to Voice America Kids. There's so much going on in the tech field. The tech team is here to sort it all out so that you know exactly what you need to get and what you should avoid. In this age of cell phones and text messaging and new discoveries every single day, you need to be informed. 
We'll bring you previews of new products, technology news, and help you make the right decision when you are out there buying that new MP3 player, cell phone, or mobile device. Don't do a thing until you've tuned in to the tech team. Tuesdays at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Kids. Keep it right here. You're listening to Voice America Kids. You are tuned in to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids channel. Shh, turn your phone off. Another movie is coming up. Hey, welcome back to Kids First Coming Attractions. I'm Jerry Ortiz, and you're listening to Voice America Kids. We just talked about an open apology. And right now we're talking about Big Hero 6 with Harmony. How are you doing, Harmony? I'm good. How are you? Very good. Thank you for asking. So very shortly, can you tell us the wonderful story of Big Hero 6? Big Hero 6 is about a young, intelligent boy named Hero who faces a lot of, um, not trying to give spoilers, but like he faces some problems in which he needs to create a group of superheroes from his friends and he transforms them into superheroes to fight evil. Mm, yes, it's a very interesting story. The conflict is, well, even climax is kind of interesting. So, can you tell us about the climax of the film? I know it's hard without spoiling anything. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, the climax is probably when the protagonist has to fight the antagonist. Mm. Not to be specific, because <laughs> want people to go and watch it and see for themselves. It's really good. Very interesting. And who do you say the real villain is, The said to be villain, or the invention that kills, well, not kills, but metaphorically kills the villain? Probably, um, someone, uh, the one that is not supposed to be expected to be the antagonist. Hmm. I definitely agree. I just put that out there to, you know, get really deep. (laughs) (laughs) What do you think? What do you think of the design of the characters' costumes, like the superheroes? This is very unique. Yeah, it's really unique. It's not the same as all the other movies. Um, I was reading some reviews, and then someone was saying that it has like an anime feel to it, and that's new. Um, the costumes are really funny. They're unique to the person and what their power is, and they're all really like personalized to their personality for each character. And it's really funny to see how their costume matches their interests in the movie. You know. Yes, and it's very interesting what you said about anime. I just realized it kind of does look like anime. Anyway, yeah, speaking, <laughs> speaking of kind of like the superhero costumes, what do you think of their superhero almost gadgets, uh, go-go gadget type of style right here? They have some pretty cool ones that are related to them. And What do you think of them? Yeah, it's really uh, high-tech, you know, for Disney. <laughs> you would think like Disney, you would think of princesses and stuff, you know, and getting into more like scientific gadgets and stuff is really interesting to see how they animated that it was really good well very good and i have to ask you what do you think of baymax the loved lovable well kind of marshmallow looking health robot what do you think about kind of his like kind of his like role in the film and even though he's a robot he's a best friend to the main character hero what do you think of that Oh, I love Baymax. He's my favorite character. Um, I like his role in the movie a lot. Just because he's so lovable and you can't even, like, think of him as a robot. You think of him as, like, a person, a best friend. I just wanted to give him a hug the whole time. So true. I just got so attached to him. 
Very, very true. And what do you think of how the chronologically the story what runs out? Do you think like some parts should have been like way at the end, or some parts should have been way at the beginning, or some parts should have been shorter? Or do you think everything was put on perfectly? Oh, I think everything was put on perfectly. You know, I was really surprised the movie was funny within the first minutes. And usually I was expecting like a slow beginning, you know, to get really into it and build up. But it was just, it had like a really good beginning. It wasn't a slow beginning. And there was a lot of foreshadowing. So I think the chronological order was good because it foreshadows like the events that are going to come up, which was really good because you find out in the end what those signs were in the beginning. So I think it played out really well. Very good. And what do you think kind of the animation style? Uh, the animation style is really good. Um, it was really cute, you know. I just lo I loved all the characters, and they're all so unique. You know, all the college friends and what they're into and their personalities. Just you could tell by their looks. It's really adorable, you know. I think I do. You're listening to the Voice America Kids Network. I'm Jerry Ors, and today we are talking about an open apology and Big Hero Six. Right now, we're talking to Harmony about how the animation is pretty good and kind of opens up, right? Yeah. Hmm. So, what do you think of kind of the directing of the film? Kind of aiming it for, like, funny and humorous, but a very deeper and kind of serious meaning to it. What do you think of that? Oh, yeah. I thought it was wonderful. You know, it was really... It was like an emotional roller coaster, but in a good way. Like, I'd laugh, and honestly, I did cry in the theaters. <laughs> um, and it because I feel like... It was so, the humor was so good, and, like, the deep messages, it appeals to people of all ages, honestly. Like, being 16 and going in there, I, I would like it just as much as if I was 10, if I was 30. Uh, it appeals to all ages, really. Well, that is very good. So, specifically age rating, what do you think, like, 0 to 10 million? Yes, honestly, yes. <laughs> and how many stars would you give this film? I give it a four out of five stars. And why is that? Because um, I think it's a really big aspect for an animation to appeal to all ages. Because then I definitely recommend it. You know, it has a bigger audience and it can be more popular and more, you know, enjoyable. And it just had really great messages. And just the whole movie all together, the dialogue was clever. Uh... It's a movie that I would watch multiple times, and I really enjoyed it. Well, that is very good. And what do you think your favorite scene would be? Um, probably the transformation of Bimax. <laughs> um, <laughs> becoming like a superhero, you know? Yeah, that was pretty cool. And do you think Baymax is your favorite character, or is someone else's? I would say Bimax is definitely my favorite character. Fan favorite, Baymax. Oh. First place, congrats. <laughs> anyway, so the technology in this film was very unique. What do you think of the technology aspect of the film? The technology aspect is really, really surprising, you know, because we're not used to seeing Disney have so much technology in it. And they made it really uh, scientific, like they focused a lot on robotics and stuff, which is new. And a lot about education, like the college and stuff, which was a really good message, you know, to try to pursue school, work, and um, going into your interests. I definitely agree with you. And what do you think of the design of the characters? Because 
they kind of look almost realistic and you can kind of relate to how they look. What do you think? Yeah, they do look really realistic. No, they're not perfect looking. Uh, you know, they could be, they could look so perfect, you know. But I think that each individual has their own, like, unique look that matches their personality. Like, honey and her, like, girly girl look. And they all just uh, match their personalities really well. And they, they look cute in their own way. Mm, I definitely agree. And what do you think the moral message of the story is? Oh, gosh, there's, there's a lot, you know. Uh, I'd say to, you know, count on your friends. And, um, well, that's a deep one. <laughs> you know, count on your friends and, like, don't give up. Just pursue your goals, I guess, you know. Fighting against evil and going to pursue his interests in robotics, you know, going to the school he wants. So he has to pursue his goals. And he counts on others a lot, which is a really good friendship moral. I definitely agree. And what do you think the main genre of the film, like sci-fi, adventure, somewhere in between, or something completely different? Oh, yeah. I'd say it's an action-packed comedy. I definitely agree with you on that one. I was way off of the (laughs) (laughs) sci-fi. And what do you think kind of like just the message of the film? Do you think that's a very good message, or do you think there could have been a better message? Uh, I think the message was really good. That's, well, that is very, very good. Yeah. Well, sadly, that is all the time you, we have. Thank you so much for joining us and talking about this wonderful film. Thank you for having me. Of course. If you want to see Big Hero 6, it is in theaters near you November 7th. Thanks so much for joining us. This is Jerry Ors, and you have been listening to Kids First Coming Attractions. To hear more film reviews and learn how you can become a Kids First film critic, go to kidsfirst.org and check out our Kids First blog on Happy Kid Post. The show is produced for the Voice America Kids Network by Kids Star Radio. We empower kids. Bye. Thank you again for tuning in to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids channel. Now you know what to see. And speaking of see, we'll see you again next week. from Bookworm. Now from the Kids Star Album of the Month, here is the Wiz Pops and their song, Anglerfish.
Wisp Pops from the Kidstar album of the month. 